it's very easy to check your Facebook status or do something else rather than doing the boring stuff, which eventually is going to be something which, which is going to benefit you the most. This is the Mad Lemmings podcast, episode number 12. Welcome to another episode of the Mad Lemmings Podcast. I'm Ashley Fawkes, your host, and thanks for joining me again today. Today we've got another great guest on the show, as usual. That's what I say every time. Today we're going to be looking at an interesting topic which is not on the schedule for my normal chats. I'm normally talking social media, blogging, content marketing, online marketing. Today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. But before I get on to that, I'm just going to quickly let you know what I've been up to lately. Last night I was actually out dancing on the streets in my local town here. My girlfriend and I are going to her brother's wedding uh, soon, and we decided to create a video of all the family and his friends uh, dancing, and we're going to play that on a beamer at his wedding as a surprise gift for him, an idea we got from another wedding we're at a few years ago. So we've been trying to compile this video, and I've been increasing my video skills while doing that, and that's been really cool and lots of fun. And that actually brings me to the topic of today's guest, which is productivity. How do you get all that stuff done, all that stuff we need to do, the important stuff, when we've got so many other things going on in our lives? Now, I may not be as busy as many of you. I don't have a family and I don't have all of those things weighing down on me each day. I'm also not trying to do a job at the same time as starting a business. But my guest today, Timo, he actually had all of that going on when he started his online blog and business, and he had to contend with basically a small child, a full-time job, and starting a blog. So he really knows what he's talking about, and we're going to dig into some of his best tips on how to get productive and get stuff done. So here we go. All right, welcome to the podcast, Timo. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's uh, It's nice to meet you after I had a nice recommendation from a a friend of mine, Lorraine, who's been interviewing you recently. You did a a blog with her as well recently, I saw. Yeah, yeah. That was like, uh, I guess uh, she published that interview just a couple of days ago. So it's it's a, it's a very fresh, fresh one. And uh, it was, of course, very nice to be interviewed. And, and uh, she was actually able to ask me some questions that some, some other people haven't you know, awesome before. So, so it was really, really nice to be on that, that interview. So, and of course it's, it's very nice to be here as well. Yeah. You get to do lots of different ones, written interviews, spoken interviews, video interviews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really open for every, every interview request. So, so if anyone asks, I'm, I'm very happy to do that. And, and uh, I'm also doing some, some interviewing myself, actually. I'm, I'm, uh, relaunching my uh podcast uh productive super dad podcast and and uh later on early next next month i'm actually starting a finnish uh productivity blog and uh, i'm also podcasting in finnish language as well so oh wow uh, okay yeah so you're you're a busy man and that's that's why i got you on the show you're all about uh productivity and just want to do a quick rundown of uh how you got there or uh what you're up to at the moment yeah, so um, basically, <clears throat> if I tell a little bit about myself first, so so uh, uh, my name is Timo Kjander and um, I'm the person behind a productivity blog called Productive Super Dad, and and it's basically uh, a productivity blog, especially geared towards online entrepreneurs. Uh, so <clears throat> it started out as as a regular self improvement blog, like. Three, a little over three years ago and, and eventually I started writing about time management because that's basically something I'm, I'm very passionate about and uh, uh, then uh, last year I wrote a book about online business especially for those people who are working from 9 to 5 and they are trying to build their online businesses on the side and then I realized that perhaps this is the very same topic that I should be focusing on on my blog especially the, to target target audience would be those people who are, uh, you know, online entrepreneurs or those who are wanting to become online entrepreneurs and especially trying to share 
you know different productivity techniques and, and time management tips for those those people so so uh, uh, that's that's basically what my blog is all about and like I said the time management itself is it's is something that I'm very passionate about and I have been learning about it you know reading about it and doing you know different experiments and you know a lot of stuff I guess since 2007 so so uh it's it's really something that I want to learn more about and uh, uh I don't know why productivity is is my my thing I, it's always very fascinating to to understand why why certain people are interested in 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 certain topics but productivity is really my thing and and uh that's what I want to learn more about and and uh teach that teach that stuff 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 to my audience so so that's basically that's basically what i'm doing right now and this is my my background story okay yeah we were just discussing before we got started recording that uh, you're also starting your business and you also had this uh, wish um, before you got laid off as well to cross mm. cross over into starting an online business which is what many of us do you kind of have this you're sitting there in your office you're hating every minute of it usually and it's either that or the other thing like getting laid off one or the other but yeah I also was not happy last year and and I actually had a contracting yeah position and it ended anyway so for me it Mm. was it was not so much that I wasn't expecting it or but I was already really really not happy and uh, and I think that's really great that so you found then a niche where or you're still discovering it but basically helping people in a similar position to become because it's really hard to be productive in general let alone Mm. when you're also working a full-time job and also like yourself you also have a young child and that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of time yeah and so you've somehow got to get all of that into your day I mean that's really Mm. crazy (laughs) yeah yeah and then you know now that I think of it you know I really I really do not understand how I was able to do it but but uh, I, I guess there, there's this, you know, side benefits when you think of it, like when you have uh, very little time on your hands. So, so you have to be very, uh, very decisive or, or you have to be very strict on, on those things that you are focusing on. And, and uh, there is no way that you can do everything. Like, like if you are building a business, like there are one a million things that you should be or could be doing. And uh, of course you have to, pick maybe like a couple of things that you are focusing on and this is basically what I did and and, and uh, it started from there and and then of course it was really all about you know maximizing those those couple of hours that I had you know like before going to work or when uh, my my son was taking a nap uh, during the weekends or or uh, sometimes, you know, doing something extra during the night. So, so trying to find those time spots and, uh, you know, just, you know, trying to maximize those available moments for your online business. So, and of course you need to have that motivation in place. So, so it's, it's, it doesn't matter how many hours you have available if you are not motivated to do something. So, so that's, that's when you are not, not uh, proactively trying to maximize those, those available hours. So, so the motivation plays a big part. And, and uh, knowing that when, when you are in, in a job that you do not like, so it's, it's a great motivation, motivational boost to, to, to actually build something that you love doing and something that you are passionate about. So, so, uh, uh, I guess that the motivation really shouldn't be underestimated in this situation. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to force something, I think it often doesn't work, right? I have friends who also talk about similar things like, oh, I hate my job and oh, I need to do something different. But they're not at that point where they're willing to push themselves. When they come home, they just sit on the couch and watch TV. And yeah. that's that's fine. But then it's it kind of leads me to your first point in in your blog post here i wanted to go over these seven unproductive habits and i think this is Mm -hmm. where it gets really crucial is the complaining issue it's like we're always complaining about something and this is the first point in in your in your um post here and i also had the same problem you know four or five years ago i was in a really busy job and i was constantly unhappy and really getting really really unhappy and it's almost aggressive because i was complaining all the time and it's Mm. a really really bad place to be in do you want to quickly touch on your first point here which is complaining about complaining about problems is a big time waster actually yes yes it is and uh, i have to admit that i used to be 
uh, one of those people who complained a lot, and especially when I was working full time, uh, it's it's very easy to 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 join the crowd. Uh, that that crowd that keeps complaining, like like. Uh, uh some people uh, may not like their you know positions in position in the company and and that they are trying to find all the different faults and 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 uh it's it's very easy to join join that company and you know start start complaining and i used to be one of those those people i used to complain a lot that that my work sucks and you know everything like that but then actually a great wake up call was a couple of years ago when my wife actually told me that yeah but you have to remember that that thanks to to that that company that you're working for for you are getting salary and then you are able to actually build your own online business and you know buy all the training and you know everything like that so so that really made me think that this this complaining is is really silly and and you know when you think of it it's it's very it's very unproductive activity because it doesn't change anything. Like you, you could uh, keep complaining all the time, but <clears throat> if if you are not willing to take action and actually, uh, you know, you know, do those uh, changes, which which eventually will will help you to fix 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 those issues so so uh it's it's useless to keep complaining so so rather than just you know complaining so try to figure out if there is actually a way to change things and do something about it uh, of course there are some sometimes there are situations when it's when when these uh, events occur which are outside of our control but even in that case i don't think that complaining is a, is a right way to 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 deal with with that situation so so rather than complaining, you know, try to put all your energy into taking action and tr- try to change things. So, so that's basically that's the more pre- preferred way of of dealing with these kinds of situations. So, yeah, sure. And that's I mean, I also had the same thing. You know, at that time, I mean, I was actually getting towards the end, getting really known in the company there as being a really negative person and it was it was horrible and when i left all of a sudden this huge weight was lifted from my shoulders and i became a completely different person so i think it's a really great point there to not focus on the negative not get trapped in it and not feel like you can't do anything about it because of course as you said there are situations you can't control like if someone crashes into you with their car and then you know you're in hospital or whatever you couldn't control that but Mm. if you're if you're at work Mm. And you're in a job where there are, are other jobs in the world available or you could retrain yourself at night and study something. I also did that years ago. I studied for a course and I got myself a new job. I mean, there's mm. many ways to get yourself out of a situation and you're best focusing on the positive things and smiling and, and getting on with it. So I yeah. think that was a really cool point because a lot of us get caught up in the things we're not happy about and feel like we can't change them, but you need to stand back. Mm. And look at them and say, okay, what can I do to change this situation rather than just complain about it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a great place to start, especially for most of us who are trying to change our lives or trying to change our family's lives by starting an online business. And it's really, it's hard work and you need to be in a good place in your mind, I think, Mm. when you get started with this stuff because often we have very little support. We're alone, we're at home, maybe our family doesn't even understand what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, I know. So. I have that problem. My girlfriend often says to me, and have you earned any money with what it is you're doing? What are you doing exactly? <laughs> it's, it's a very difficult place to be and none of my yeah. friends understand what I'm doing. And But yeah, I mean, I think you need to be in a very secure place in your own mind knowing that the next year or years is going to be really, really difficult. And yeah. And yeah, that's where both of us are right now. And and the next point you came to in your post, which was also really something that I've really discovered recently and haven't quite overcome yet, but which is focusing on high value tasks instead of mm. low value tasks. Do you want to expand a little bit upon that? Yeah, well, I think that that we get bombarded with with low value tasks. And and uh, of course, those low value tasks are something which do not uh, say contribute to our goals or to our our vision in in any ways. Uh, let's say that you should be uh, writing maybe a blog post, or you should be writing a report or a book or whatever, and you know that that's something that you really should be focusing on. But then at the same time, you have 
you know, a lot of these distractions out there, like like uh, say Facebook or or whatever, and and uh, uh, it's 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 very easy to to uh, check your Facebook Facebook status or or do something else rather than doing the tedious and, and the boring stuff, which eventually is going to be something which which is going to benefit you the most. Like if you keep, you know, writing that book or, or doing whatever. So, so uh, those things have uh, those, those big long-term uh, effects in, in your future business and, and in your life. So, so um, <clears throat> it's, it's very easy to, to focus on those low value things. But um, I, I think that at the same time, it it uh, doesn't have to be just a low value things rather it's, it's something that when you keep working on your computer so uh your mind keeps you know generating new ideas and and uh new tasks and 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 a lot of stuff is going on inside your brain and and uh, if you keep you know if you keep following all those things that pop into your head you know right at that moment so so you are going to get distracted and then you find out that that eventually you are doing something else which you really shouldn't be doing. So, so um, uh, I guess really the solution in this situation is, is first of all to understand those those high value tasks, which are something which bring you the the, the biggest value long term, and 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 really try to try to put those low low value tasks or or the, uh, tasks like that to 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 a later date and try to actually schedule them 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 and and uh, basically what i have been doing is 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 that i have this this distraction list which is nothing uh, nothing else than just you know piece of paper or, or next to me on, on my desk and uh, whenever i'm having new ideas or or distracting thoughts or whatever so i'm i'm just you know writing that stuff down and and that's really a great way to to clean my mind and uh, it helps me to focus on on the task that i really should be doing so so uh uh it's it's very easy to to follow those those low value things but but eventually you realize that you have gotten off the track and uh, you are not going to finish that that big big valuable tasks or task that you really should be doing at that, at that moment. So, so uh, focus on the important first, and then then do that that other other stuff, which is on your on your list, which you have cap- captured. To, yeah, to I, was, the, I was just yeah. reading your your post here as you were talking, and this this summary point you have here, which was really good, was the getting into a positive habit of getting the important stuff done first. And this also goes hand in hand with something that I read or listened to in another podcast recently, which was. Uh, at the end of the day, and I haven't gotten into this habit of doing this yet, but is identify three things that you need to do the next day, which mm. are the most important things you should be doing to drive your business further and yeah. st- and start with those first and don't go check your email, don't go and check your Twitter, your Facebook. Get, get something important done first. And then as you've also said here, afterwards, re- reward yourself mm. with an easy task. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you and then you start seeing all of a sudden in the morning you've done something big and you're like, "Yes, I actually got that first chapter of my ebook written or I got that blog post draft written or or whatever rather than saying, "Oh, I checked my Twitter and I spent 2 hours on there and then actually yeah. I've I've, yeah. I've gone nowhere." I mean, okay, you develop relationships. It's not a bad thing. You should schedule time for social media, but I think uh, limiting yourself to small amounts of time for those kind of things is also important. And I, I also need to develop some of these habits because there are only eight or nine hours in the day and you never get anything done and it's it's really, really difficult. So Yeah, that is true. And the next one you've got on your list here was uh, not stretching your comfort zone. That's really an interesting one because I, I also hear that a lot, which is not doing anything new or not pushing yourself and have you been trying something like that recently yeah well basically what i was talking about and this is really just one example of this is is that that uh in order to grow you need to go outside your comfort zone like we are basically i guess you could say that we are living inside this bubble and and uh, it's very comfortable being inside there and but but eventually if you are you know you know, getting outside and, you know, trying to be outside your, your bubble or your comfort zone. So eventually you realize that this is, it's, it's not, it's not a very, you know, nice place to be in, but at the same time, you know, that, that you are, 
you know, exposing yourself yourself to to new lessons and new ideas, and and uh, uh, you are actually growing. And basically, what I have been doing, uh, just you know, I guess this was like two weeks ago. Was was that I had my first mini seminar, which 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 where I was talking to to uh, local entrepreneurs with with a friend of mine. We had this mini seminar, which was like two hours. And, and basically what it meant was that I have been blogging like over three years, but uh, being a blogger, I guess in, in some ways it's it's very easy to be a blogger when you're just, you know, writing stuff and and uh, uh, and, and presenting your, your thoughts that way. But, but when you are actually taking all that knowledge that you have in front of the audience – and they are not blockers and and uh, they are just you know strangers for the most most people are strangers i didn't know majority of them and and uh, when you start talking about those topics that you have been talking on your blog so so uh you really have to be be prepared that that uh uh you get a lot of different kinds of comments back and you really want to you really want to make sure that you actually do this because eventually when you are taking taking your i guess you could say that you are taking your knowledge into a second level when you when you start teaching people live so that's basically when you are growing and that's basically when you are learning more about your craft and and your topic because uh you get exposed to these people and they actually uh, give you feedback and and uh, you get some new ideas that you have never been thinking about before so so uh, uh, this this was definitely a comfort zone stressor for me and and uh, I'm doing a second seminar in, in the next couple of weeks but I'm already looking forward to it because I learned so much from our first seminar and and uh, really it's it's all about testing your knowledge and and uh, being a brave and getting on the stage and and, and uh, teaching those people because that's that's when you are going to learn and that's when you are going to take your knowledge into a second level so. Yeah, I mean, there's only so, so many blog comments we get, right? So in the end, if you actually want to talk to somebody, and yeah. and but I mean, did you actually find you maybe got some customers out of that? Did any did you get any contacts through that? That sounds like a good way to to drive a business as well. Uh, well, uh, well, you know, some contacts, some new contacts, of course, and 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 uh, this this seminar thing is just still so new. So we are just working with with the marketing parts, and mm-hmm. uh, we are trying to get people involved. And uh, get more people, more entrepreneurs to join the seminar in the next time. So, so uh, I, I think that it's it's really a logical step to to actually take your basically your online online knowledge offline. So 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 you're actually teaching people offline what you're normally doing online. So it's it's a really great way of expanding your <laughs> reach and uh, uh, getting those new contacts and. Uh, who knows? Some of those people might become your subscribers later on. Yeah, you know, sure. It's like so. it, it doesn't happen overnight, right? I mean, you meet somebody mm. and they don't suddenly hand you a check for uh, yeah, yeah, a thousand dollars. But sure. I mean, getting to know people face to face and actually presenting your expertise, and each time you'll get a lot better as well, right? And mm. I think I've, I've been thinking about also doing. Um, some online webinars, which is similar but different. I mean, still, it's kind of not quite the level that you've gone because I I struggle a little bit here in Switzerland because of the language. Most people, sm- mm. small small businesses here, would expect me to do it in German, which I oh. could I could do. I'm I'm fluent enough, but I'm not so fluent that I feel like mm. I'm myself, and so I'd like to do it in English. But um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I need to do something similar because. I mean, this podcast was one step putting my voice out there and I've been doing some videos and I think it's always really good to put yourself out there, like you say, yeah. try new things and, and you also reach a new audience because yeah. not everybody reads blog posts, not everybody likes reading, not everybody's on the internet all the time mm. and some people like listening, some people like watching, some people like meeting you. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. an amazing thing. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is so true. Oh, it's a good thing. It's uh, interested to hear how you go with the next ones because I, I could I could try something similar here and maybe with some uh, entrepreneurs. I've been trying to find some groups in Zurich that do. There is quite a lot of entrepreneurship going on because there's two big technical uh, universities here in Zurich. And uh, yeah, I should try something like that. It's quite interesting. It's always great to meet new people. And mm. all right, the next one was leaving tasks. <laughs> 
unfinished, which uh, I also yeah. accidentally do, or, or or maybe I do it on purpose as well. And what's your what's your what's your strategy for that one? Well, you know, I, I think that really my strategy in all its simplicity is, is just that. Uh, you know, if I happen to know that I have a task, and for for instance, if 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 I start working on a task this day, and then I realize that that uh, I haven't been able to finish it, so so I try to make sure that that uh, that I keep working on it as long as it takes. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's very easy to finish a task, let's say in one hour, and then it's done, and you can move forward. But but then, then there are times when when there might be some external circumstances when you are not able to to get the task done. And and uh, uh, I just want to want to make sure that that this unfinished task uh, reminds of itself. Uh, so so that I have this task task on my task list, and uh, I know. I know that uh, if I don't happen to finish it today, so so I have another chance to to work on it tomorrow, and it's it's just a matter of of really uh, once again like like clearing your mind and understanding that if you are if you have unfinished tasks, so uh, the longer you have those those kinds of tasks, your your mind is basically built in a way that it keeps reminding you of, of those tasks which are not finished. And and so I, I try to true I, I try to avoid of, of having those those uh, unfinished ones on, on my list or on my mind because I, I rather spend my mental energies on, on something else <clears throat> than thinking of something which is not complete and and uh, as soon as the task is done so I'm I'm very happy uh, happy about that and uh, then I you know can you know just just move forward and I think that's really one of the ways that that I deal with these kinds of tasks is is really to understand that there are different phases or different parts in it so so you might have this this thing on your list and the, you are thinking that's okay, well, there's this one minor task that I have to deal with. But when you start working on it, you realize that, oh, well, we have actually like seven different minor things that you have to cross off your list first until you can say that that now it's it's 100% done. So really understanding that that sometimes task is actually much, much bigger than what you think, what it, what it, what it look, looks like. And, and uh, really then... Uh, you know, trying to block out some time for f- focusing on the task only, you know, without any any uh, additional dis- distractions. So, so that's basically the best way to deal with it. And and uh, really, uh, when you have, you know, you know, took some time to to focus on that task, and you have this perfect uh, uh, spot or place to do that task. So, so really. You know, respect that that time block and really work on that task and try to get it done. You know, uh, as much as possible, as much as possible, because that's really the only only way to get through that task and and uh, get it out of your list. Uh, uh, I think that a very great example was, you know, last year when uh, something very dramatic happened. You know, like like in Finland we have lots of saunas and and uh, in our apartment we also had a sauna. And uh, what happened in, in the middle of, of hitting the sauna was that the glass door, uh, the safety glass door exploded and there was a big bang and lots of, you know, lots of these, these small glass glass uh, uh, pieces of glass everywhere. And, and, and uh, uh, what I learned in there, you know, trying to get the money from the insurance company and trying to get the the new door installed and so that we can go to sauna again. So, so there were a lot of different phases and, and, uh, uh, I, I pretty much learned that, that, uh, uh, you have to really carve out some time and really block some time to do these tedious tasks, like tasks, like, like, uh, calling to insurance companies and, 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 uh, uh, calling to a hardware store so that they are able to, you know, install a new door and a lot of stuff. So that really made me, Realize that that uh, without any distractions, it's it's very very easy to pull through the task and get it out of your list and and uh, 
that's basically what's happened. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful about that lesson. Oh, we are very lucky that we weren't in the sauna when the door exploded. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was a great lesson about this this very thing, like like completing all your tasks like 100% because anything that that is not 100% done it's 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 it keeps reminding you all, all the time you know so so you try to keep those at the top of your list for the next day then so that yeah. you can if you yeah. don't get it finished today then you finish it tomorrow because otherwise it's just an ongoing thing which either is on your list if you're keeping a yes. list and hopefully you are keeping a list otherwise yes. yeah it's always on the list and you can never cross it off i mean of yeah. course if you're waiting for the insurance company to give you uh approval then there's nothing you can do i mean that's a special yeah. issue where maybe you can't help and, yeah uh, and those are really those external circumstances or or dependence dependencies that that might occur i mean there's of course then nothing that you can do about it but but other than that you know i try to keep the ball rolling and and keep the momentum alive so so that things move forward so so that's really my strategy of of dealing with these kinds of things so okay so that's that's a good addition to the then you know at the end of every day or the beginning of every day depending on how you want to do it think, yeah think about what your main things are you want to do and again at the end of the day if you haven't finished them then put them on the list for the next day so that you can get them done otherwise you'll have soon yeah. f- 15 things you've never finished and you're nowhere uh-huh. you're nowhere compared to, <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to last year yeah and that's yeah. the next interesting one on your list, actually, which is uh, not preparing enough for your execution time. So what you're saying there is not realizing necessarily how big the task is or not having thought it through and not really knowing, um, like you mentioned before, maybe it's actually five tasks in one mm. and you really need to understand what it is you're going to do and approximately how long it's going to take before you start doing it. Yeah, I mean, of course, that's really one part of it. Like really understanding that that sometimes a very simple task is actually much big, bigger than what it looks like. So really knowing what's what's ahead of you, so that you are not, you know, getting depressed when realizing that that this task is actually much 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 bigger than than what I thought it it was going to be. But uh, really, the preparing is also about about doing some some uh, uh, steps before taking action. So, so for instance, like like uh, when I'm writing blog posts, so so I make sure that I outline the posts like the night before, so that when I actually start writing those posts the next day, so so I get started much faster, and and uh, in most of the cases I I get to finish those posts very quickly because I have a plan which I'm following, and and it's this is really all about preparing, like like making sure that all the working equipments are ready, like you have necessary research material on the desk, uh, that your computer is ready. Uh, and and it's 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 very important to 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 take these these uh, smaller preparation tasks and and try to actually do them so that it's it's much faster to get started with the actual task whenever you start doing it and 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 uh, uh, basically that's that's what it's all about. It really helped me a lot, and especially when I was you know working full time and I really didn't have that much time on my hands. So so doing these these smaller things really helped me a lot when I was doing writing or whatever I was doing. So so it's a small thing, but it it, it helps a lot. And it's, you can also do that stuff on the side, right? I mean, I find I listen to a lot of podcasts on the go but sometimes when i'm on a a train ride somewhere even if it's just 15 20 minutes and you know okay tomorrow i'm going to write a blog post and you could even plan it out just in your phone in a notepad or whatever and you could know approximately what you're going to do before you get home you can use these little little pieces of time i'm not sure if it was you that was talking about that somewhere i think i was listening to one of your podcasts recently about uh, taking advantage of small pieces of time you have where I do that even when I'm boiling water for a cup of tea. It can take minutes, and I'm just stand- mm. I'm just standing there, staring <laughs> at the wall. So I try and do something else useful while I have that ridiculous time while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is really really wasted time. I think we have where we can we can do stuff. And actually, the other one on your list here, I really like. It's something I've been hearing a lot from. Uh, 
a podcaster I listen a lot to. I don't know if you know of uh, James Shramko. He's a yeah. a crazy podcaster in Australia, but he's I think he's on his fifth podcast at the moment. But um, oh. he's really big. Yeah, he's just started a new one with um, a buddy of his about case studies, which is really interesting, mm. actually. I just started last week. Yeah. And uh, he always talks about this, and he's really super productive, I find. He's really crazy productive. And he talks about SOPs. And uh, standard operating procedures, so checklists. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've mentioned that here too. And I've just started doing that a few, I would say about a month ago for my blog posts, for my podcasts, so that you don't forget, and even for how to pro- promote my uh, blog posts, because I go to certain sites to promote them and go to certain sites to tweet or buffer or, or whatever. And every time you do it, you generally do it the same. I mean, it's pretty much... Yeah. It's a checklist, right? And and if you forget it one time, you're like, oh, I forgot to share it on that side. It's actually quite silly because you could just write it down, right? Mm. And, and that's uh, what what you're going over in this this point here, point number six, I think it is. Yeah. yeah well, basically, that's that's basically what what you already said that 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 we have a lot of tasks and things that we are doing uh, that are recurring, meaning that that uh, we tend to do same kinds of things over and over and over again. And uh, <clears throat> it's 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 silly to actually reinvent the wheel the wheel every time. Meaning that you start to figure out, let's say that you are uh, like installing a new WordPress website, and and you have all of these different things that you have to do. And uh, uh, once again, once again, you find yourself in the situation where you have to install a new website, and uh, then you have to. You know, start thinking about all those different ste- different steps that that uh, you need to do in order to have that website ready. And of course, in, in that particular situation, there are you know like different moving parts. So it's not one hundred percent thing. Like it's not the same every time, of course. But but majority of, of of those steps are the same every time. So so why not taking a little bit of extra time? Uh, and, and actually documenting all, documenting all those different uh, different steps and and uh, then you know creating a checklist out, out of those steps so that it's so much easier the next time when you are doing a similar type of thing that's that you know that's okay so this thing is already done it's checked and this is done and this is done and this is done and then you are just checking things off and you know that once you have gone through your list you have a fully operational website yeah, online. So, so it it really helps a lot when you are doing these these repeating tasks over and over again, and and of course it's it's very easy to skip the documentation or or the checklist part. Like like you may be thinking that oh oh well I remember this you know, but when the next next time you are doing this this stuff, so so you realize that you are most likely not going to remember all all of all of those different things that you should be doing and and. Uh, Taking out some extra time, some little bit of extra time, and actually documenting those different parts helps a lot the next time. Yes, you are spending a little bit of time to to doing this this tedious documentation documentation part, but it really helps you uh, whenever you are doing the task. So, so it's really something that I, I try to make sure that I have checklists and 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 the, the documentation available so that I'm not doing the same mistakes over and over again and, and, you know, waste my time on those things that, that I really should be doing. So, yeah, no, I think that's a really, that's a really good one. And I'm still working that into my habits, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, basically a blog post, uh, creation, uh, promotion. I also find podcast production. I mean, these aren't yeah. things, these aren't things everybody has to do, but I mean, let's say mm. you can always find something that you do over and over again. And one point that actually James makes in his podcast, which is one of the great advantages of this, especially if you're building a business, mm. is that you can take this task and then you can generally outsource it. Yeah, this is actually what I was going to say next. So it's a really really great way i mean once you have these these documents and, and checklists available so it's very easy to to hand this document over over to someone who is actually doing that work for you you know in in the future so so you know that when all those different criteria are met so so th- so this task is really going to be done in a way that you want it Want want to get it done, so so uh, it's it's a really great way. And there is also another aspect of checklists 
which actually relates to to perfection, and and we <laughs> there has been a lot of talk about about uh, being perfect and and trying to reach reach the perfection in in you know different kinds of tasks, but I think that checklists are also a great way to to actually. Uh, uh, avoid being perfect, meaning that when you have these different criteria that w- that you want to meet, and and uh, once you realize that all the items are checked off your list, so then you know that your task is perfect, and then you can move on. And that's really, in most of the cases, you avoid of of tweaking that one particular task indefinitely, and you know keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and you never get it done so so try to have this small checklist of all those different things that criteria that have to be met and once once those those things are met so then you can move move forward and and forget that task and do something else so okay so it's a a good it's a good way for perfectionists to avoid uh, that's one way to deal with it yeah yeah you can say okay this i mean of course you can always do perfectionist stuff on a on a blog post by re-editing it 20 times i mean i also have a problem with sometimes pressing publish but yeah yeah it's uh i mean there's there's limitations of course you have to be very careful but yeah if you if you've listed out the minimum criteria mm. well hopefully it's the it's the best criteria but the minimum <laughs> criteria for doing any one task then yeah. you know that it's it's definitely good enough to go out there. It meets your standards. And, uh, I mean, of course, some things need to be checked. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot myself recently because, yeah, for the same kind of reasons, which is that eventually I'm going to come to a point where I won't have time to be blogging as much as I am and podcasting as much as I am and I'll have more actual work to do. Mm. And then how do you go about solving that? Well, you have to break out the subtasks of writing the blog posts as let's say publishing it adding the picture promoting it i mean all of that stuff is not something that needs me there mm. generally i mean adding a tweet yes i need to i need to craft the headline but i don't need to actually type it in and press the button and yeah yeah so you can definitely uh find ways and i mean let's not even talk about uh blogging here let's say you're running a company i mean it's the same thing you know everyone thinks they need to do everything and by making these checklists, you can find out where you are redundant and actually you can give that to somebody else and hire somebody so that you have time to be you and sell your business, which is actually what drives your business, right? It's your personality. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Not, it's not you pressing the tweet button. That isn't what that isn't what drives your business. It's actually yeah. it's actually you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I really like that that idea of checklists. I think that's been really a good one. Task lists and checklists. And then the last one, which is a little bit similar to what we were talking about before, but uh, which is getting distracted too easily. That's uh, that's a big one. I think we all we all suffer from that with the internet these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, <clears throat> there are a lot of distractions, you know, that haunt us actually, and and and. Uh, uh, it's it's obvious that there is this electronic distraction, like you have emails and instant messaging, and and uh, you know you know web pages and you know all that stuff. Uh, that's of course one. Uh, then you could be working from home, and uh, you your family is is con- constantly in- interrupting you, and you're not able to get the work done. And then, of course, uh, you could be, you know, having too many projects on your list. Uh, you really, you are not able to focus on on your stuff, so you keep your mind keeps wandering, and and uh, uh, it could be like that you are not working in a, in a right location, you know, when you're doing your work. So, so there are a lot of different distractions distractions that we have to deal with uh, uh, and um, <clears throat> this is really my way of, of dealing dealing with them like for instance with email is, is that I try to make sure that I I check my email like only only a couple of times per day so so that I'm able to to then process all the email at once and 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 uh, 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 that's that's basically the way I deal with it because otherwise I would be spending too much some, time on, on the email and and doing doing 
things that are not really on my task list for the day. So, so I try to check my email like two or three times per day, and that's really what I what I what I try to do on on, on a daily basis. And then, uh, if we talk about the family distraction or the home environment, uh, uh, what is very important to understand is that you can actually train your family members, or actually you can you can try to train them so that they really know what what you are doing like like uh in my situation i'm very fortunate because my wife understands what i'm doing and why why i'm spending so much time on the computer uh our son doesn't really understand he's still so young but eventually uh, when he grows up so so that's that's also something that I'm going to talk with him. Why? Why I'm doing so much work on the on the computer because I'm building my business and really, really making your family members understand that that you are doing something for the family. You are building a business, and eventually it will help you to to provide a great lifestyle and 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 you know generate income to your family. And and it's it's really it's it's really all about setting the expectations. Right, so that they know that you really shouldn't be disturbed when you when you are working. Uh, so do you, know, just to stop yeah, you there, do you allocate, yeah. do you allocate then certain times of day? I mean, I know you have a your wife and your young ch- child at home, and obviously that's difficult, especially when they're very young. And they, as you say, he he doesn't understand when you say no, I don't have time to play with you right now. So do you then say okay to your wife, you know, this from this time till this time I'm on the computer and then I spend time with you and then later in the day from this time until is that your kind of strategy there? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly my strategy. So so uh I have this these fixed times when I'm doing work and my fi- wife knows when I'm working and and uh uh that's really a great way of 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 let her know that I'm doing work. I'm not available for her. Of course, if there's a family emergency, so that's of course a different story. Then, but but uh, 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 that's the, basically the way I do it. And uh, we also have a family calendar. And, and for instance, when we are having this podcast recording right now, so I basically wrote on the calendar that I have a podcast, meaning that that my wife is then trying to make sure that that. Uh, she and and our son are not making too much noise because that he, you would eventually hear that on, on this recording. So so that's really uh, one way to make sure that everybody understands what is going on. Having a family calendar and marking down those those you know important events or or whatever you are doing and 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 that's really a great way to to let them know what's going on. And you also uh, have a specific location. I guess you have a little office or something. Yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm working upstairs. We have two floors. I'm working upstairs, and it's it's of course great because I can you know close the door and 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 uh, have my own privacy and do do stuff without any distraction. So that's that's of course uh, a, a really great thing. Uh, so, so we also already talked about the location. So, so uh, sometimes. And this really depends off the task. Like sometimes you want to have a complete silence and you really want to focus focus on your task at hand without any distraction. But then again, there are situations when you can actually work. Like for instance, when I was, you know, working so so I did a lot of business traveling between my hometown hometown and and the, and the capital area. It, it takes approximately like three and a half hours to get there by train. So I got to tell you that those times were really the most productive ones that I had <laughs> because it, it it really didn't matter if there were a lot of people on the train and talking and doing whatever, but I was really super, super focused and I was able to write so much and it was really crazy. Like it, it, it was really unbelievable. But I, I think that that uh, this is something which is called uh, a cocktail party effect, meaning that you are focusing, like if if you are on a cocktail party and and, uh, there are a lot of people there and then someone comes to you and starts talking with you. So so you are not focusing on everyone on the party, but just just that one particular person who is talking to you. So I, I think that this very same effect happened and is happening when you are working in that that uh that kind of location like in in a crowded train or you could be working in a coffee shop and certain tasks 
you can you know work and do a lot of good work when you are uh, surrounded by distractions. So it really depends off of your task, really. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and and of course, uh, then then those couple of other things like you could be having too many projects. That's really something that that I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are facing right now. That and I have always faced that there is a lot of stuff that you could be doing but then at at, at the other other hand it's it's um it's it's very stressing to stressful to to uh, actually uh get started with every every possible idea that comes into your mind because then you are just doing too much and yeah. you really can't focus on everything at once you just to have I mean, you just have to pick those most important projects that you want to focus on and really figure out what's their long-term effect uh what particular projects are uh are really the most beneficial for you and for your business and and really try to be very picky about the projects and and, and really try to focus on just just particular one and then you know move on and start working on another uh and that's of course one one type of uh, distraction that that you could face, and of course, uh, if your mind is wandering when you are doing work, so so we talked about the, the distraction list that I was having. It's it's really a great way to to uh, clear your mind and and uh, you know put down those ideas that that pop into your head while you're doing work, and of course um, <clears throat> you could be you know taking like power naps which which I, I I usually do like this 20 minutes 20 minute naps when when you are basically able to recharge your your batteries uh, very very quickly and and uh, uh, you know when you are tired you are not able to focus very well and you are you tend to make a lot of, lot of mistakes so so napping is a great way to to actually restart your day if you want to put it like that and there are of course other ways like meditation and things like that i have been meditating for a couple of months but i'm still yet to to find out those those benefits it's it's really a long-term strategy and and you really have to uh spend enough time meditating until you can see those effects at least that's what i have noticed myself so so uh yeah. There are different different types of distractions and and uh, of course different ways to deal with them. So yeah, it's interesting when I read this and I saw distractions. I thought, oh, that's simple. It's just distractions. But actually, when you talk about it like this, it's actually it's far more complex. So I'll just quickly summarize in case anyone's gotten lost along the way. So basically, we're talking about finding the right place where mm-hmm. you, where you know you can do the task you need to do, whether you need concentration or not. You need to find out what works for you. You need to inform the people around you, if that's your family, if you're at home, and for many of us, that's an issue, that the task you're about to do requires uninterrupted uh, noise, for example, a podcast, or if you're concentrating on a blog post, then you probably do need concentration. Whereas when I'm sharing blog posts and stuff, sometimes I'm lying on the couch watching TV doing that. You can, I can do that from my iPhone. So then mm. I, I can work while I'm kind of half paying attention to some silly TV show, which means nothing to me that my <laughs> that my girlfriend's <laughs> probably watching some German model show or something. And I'm like, yeah, that's really interesting, honey. And then I'm tweeting something. But, you know, then you've got to choose your location and choose your time. And also setting yeah. up, setting up a, you know, block time so that you're getting things done. Mm-hmm. And the other good one I liked you were talking about, which is something I, I, I noticed when you were not replying to my emails, I figured you were probably doing this. And it's something Pat Flynn talked about in his podcast this week, which was he's really crazy. He was checking his emails like 150 times a day or something. And yeah. he's, he's gotten it down to 30, I think he said. And he's trying to get it down to, to three, which is where I think you are. And I'm, I'm similar. I check them way too much. And it's actually a complete waste of time. And it brings me to something else, which I also thought was really cool that I um, I heard from somebody, and it was probably, again, on one of James Shramko's podcasts, which was about blocking tasks. And I'm doing this now with videos. I'm recording some videos, but instead of processing them all at the same time, I find that's also really useful. And that's a similar strategy to your email strategy, which is if you do similar tasks, in a, mm. block, in a block period of time, you're far more efficient. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. I think that's a really cool one as well. And if I just quickly scoot back, I'll summarize everything we've done. So checklists are really good, good for you and good for getting tasks done perfectly each time or not necessarily perfect, but perfect enough. And uh, also preparing for outsourcing them or giving them to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, being prepared, um, trying something new. That's not necessarily a productivity thing, but a good idea in any case. I think uh, stretching yourself and, and also, yeah, anytime you get better at something, the things you were doing before often become easier. I used to mm-hmm. find that with uh, high school and university. The year before, when you look back on it, it looks really really simple (laughs) (laughs) and at the time it was really really difficult it's like oh no i'm actually i've reached a new level it's quite amazing (laughs) and uh back to number one which is um well we also have our task lists and keeping doing the most important tasks and i think when you were saying project distractions was a sort of a, a meta version of that which is concentrating on the right projects yeah the ones that bring you forward and then concentrating on the right tasks that bring you forward and not just getting distracted and writing down ideas that come into your mind so that you don't keep thinking about them and also not getting focused on complaining about things, especially if you're stuck in a situation that uh, you can't change for the moment or if you can change it, try and change it rather than be uh, bogged down in in worrying about uh, what's going on. So, yeah, cool. I think there's lots of good ideas there for people to improve themselves even if you just pick one of those uh task list or checklist i think they're the easy ones to do or blocking time for tasks i think there's three really great productivity mm. ideas you can you can start tomorrow just take one of those and implement them everyone and i think you'll uh, you'll get something else that you can be doing instead when you save all that time <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you want to quickly talk about timo before we go is any projects you're working on or uh, ebooks that people can sign up for on your website uh well uh i think that i briefly mentioned that that i'm uh, actually building a finished time management block which which i'm about to start okay, uh, cool. on june uh but i'm guessing that not too many people speak finish <laughs> no, so no. It, it's not really something that that interests you that much but but yeah, like like I really encourage you to download a free copy uh, of of my book. Like, of course, you can go to Amazon and buy the print print or the Kindle version of it. But uh, but the online business productivity book, which which I wrote last last year, and uh, I'm actually giving it away free either by going to my blog or going to www.onlinebusinessproductivity.com. So you're able to download it for free as a pdf so so um that's something that you should definitely do and uh, yeah i'm i mean i'm thinking of of getting into writing kindle books uh later this year perhaps already starting in in even in in june if if things go well so so who knows? I might be writing more more books, but but uh, definitely something for the Kindle, and uh, let's see how things turn out. So cool. Okay, yeah. so that's uh, on uh, productivesuperdad.com, yeah. and I'll put yes. the I'll put all those links you mentioned in the show notes. If people want to support you on Kindle, I think that would be awesome. I'm sure it's not expensive, and uh, mm-hmm. and also having a print book is also great sometimes, just to to put some uh, bookmarks in and keep some ideas for later. And I find when I download these PDFs. That's why it's great to have a book is that you don't always look at it, whereas a book you can keep it on the side of your desk. And, uh, and yeah, I like having print books sometimes. A bit old school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And social media, what's the best place to connect with you? Uh, well, uh, I, I guess Twitter Twitter is really really something that, that uh, I'm the most active on. So, so uh, uh, my Twitter ID is ProductiveSD. Okay, it stands for productive superdad, of course. So, yep. so that's that's the way to reach me. So, okay, cool. We'll put that in the show notes as well. That'll be in madlemmings.com slash episode. Uh, I think that'll be twelve. Mm. I'll, I'll put that at the end anyway. I do a quick speak over at the end. But anyway, thanks very much for your time. I'm sure you need to be getting more productive and doing something else. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. It has been a great. Great, great chatting with you, and uh, it, it has been really fun. No worries, so, and maybe we'll yeah. have you back again in the future when you have a, a new book to talk about. Yeah, and actually, who knows uh, when I'm starting my or relaunching my Proactive Superdad podcast, so, so I might invite you 
yeah, to be cool. a guest at some point. So no worries. Always great to be talking yeah. to uh, fellow entrepreneurs online. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Timo, and have a great day. Yeah. Thanks. Bye bye. What a busy guy. Timo is certainly doing a lot with all these different blogs and podcasts and book. You should check out his book. I was just having a look at it now while I was publishing this post. And uh, there's some amazing people who contributed to his book. So download that. The link is in uh, the pod- the podcast post, which is madlemmings.com slash episode 12. So take a look at that. There's some amazing stuff in there. It's He's even got guys like Pat Flynn and Chris Drucker in there. So he did a really good job on that book. And you can grab it for free. Or you can help him out and buy it on uh, Amazon and pay a few bucks on Kindle. That's up to you, but uh, you can get it either way. So there you go. You learn a lot of stuff from Timo and how to get productive and how to not be productive, which is also useful to know when you're trying to be productive. And I hope you got as much out of it as I did. I'm certainly going to get more productive in the future. I've got a lot of stuff to do and it's it's hard to get stuff done each day. So let's see how successful we can be and leave some comments in the post or on iTunes and Stitcher. I'd appreciate that and uh, love to hear from you guys. Always great to hear from my listeners and see how you guys are doing. If you're having trouble getting productive or need some help, we can get Timo in and get his tips to help you out. So have a great day and great week and great weekend coming up soon. Thanks for listening. 